catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, hi again, everyone. This is Raj Geary with the Wrestling Inc. Broadcast, uh, joined as always by Matt Morgan. Matt, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, Glenn Rubenstein is off uh, this week and next, so it'll be just me and Matt for the next two weeks. Um, and man, what a brutal episode to get <laughs> get us started. What were your uh, overall thoughts of tonight's Raw? Let's Let's... Tell the truth of what I said when I first came on. Look at my eyes to all the listeners and viewers at home. Look how dead tired I look right now. This show literally put me to sleep where my wife had to elbow me to wake up and say, Matt, you got to do your show. Got to watch it. That's yeah. how brutal this show got for me. It started off okay. You know, we'll get into it. And I was pretty pleased with uh, Baron Corbin's promo. Started off, but uh, to me, it was all downhill since. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. And once that Nia Jack, uh, Nia Jack segment started, I was just, I was yeah. just tuned out. I was like, I don't even need anything for Cyber Monday, and I was starting to like look online for stuff. <laughs> so it was, it was that bad. Um, but as you mentioned, tonight's Raw, uh, a pretty good opening segment. You had a uh, acting general, acting Raw general manager Baron Corbin, who was waiting with Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley, and Leo Rush. So I, I don't know if they've split Drew with. From Dolph Ziggler, but Dolph was oh, yeah. came out later in the show, and they weren't together or anything. You know what's, you know what's pretty crazy? I didn't even pick up on that. I don't know how I didn't pick up on that. But <laughs> I didn't. I just thought they looked really badass all in the same ring together. I don't like Bobby's jacket or sunglasses. I My wife <laughs> even called this out. During the part of the match, which we'll get to, he was getting chopped or something like that, and he was overly selling, like in a cartoonish, heelish, chicken shit way. He was selling chops. And my wife goes, what are they doing? Why is he not badass Bobby Lashley? What are they doing? And I was like, Puh. I was like, if you notice in this, wow. Yeah, at least they didn't have him ass flexing tonight. So, right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they, they ran down the crowd. Um, they, they talked about what they were thankful for. Then Drew said he was thankful for the savage beatdown they gave to Braun Strowman last week. And they, they went to a replay mostly them just talking smack. Um, and finally we had Corbin and Lashley mocking Strowman for needing surgery and the lights went out and the lights come back on. It's Elias playing guitar. Uh, Elias made some jokes about Leo Rush, not being <laughs> about Leo Rush being a kid again, uh, goes on, starts singing the song about Rush and Lashley. Elias starts singing Bobby Lashley sucks. And the fans actually started singing along with him. And then he headed to the ring, and we went to a commercial. So the first match of the night, Elias versus Bobby Lashley. 
but by the time this match was done, we were 30 minutes into the show, which actually compared to last last week was a lot shorter. Uh, last week was almost an hour, but still all of this was uh, about a half an hour. Uh, and I'll get to the results here. But so far, your your thoughts on that opening segment? Great promo work by Baron Corbin. Getting very comfortable uh, week by week. You see him continue to grow. Um, he's ad-libbing. You know, the crowd gets to it very, very effortlessly now. Um, I like, I, I dig what he's doing finally. I, I do more and more. Um, again, like I said earlier, I don't like the cartoon heel selling by Bobby Lashley. He is a tank and even improves it even more. So after the mass was done, we sit in their flags and I was like, good Lord, this guy is jacked. Um, just that's their answer to Brock Lesnar. You know, Brock Lesnar leaves. That's your answer right there. Bobby Lashley. You know, stay out of his way. Let him be this killer heel that he naturally knows how to play and feels comfortable playing that he played for TNA. With, he has a little bit of character to him that they're not allowing him to display. And Bobby looks like he's forcing this new role. You could see it from a mile away. Yeah. looking comfortable. And that's not a shot on him. That's a shot on creative going, what are you guys doing? Like, here's this diamond. Let him be. Like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel here, idiots. Let him be Bobby Lashley. And I'm also pissed off that during my wrestling career, I never thought of the term Bobby Trashley. <laughs> I know. Actually, no. I'm very angry at myself. I've never heard that before. So it seems simple. Like so obvious now that once right? you hear it. Oh, I'm so angry. <laughs> yeah. So Elias calls him Bobby Trashley. So in the match, Elias at one point had Lashley beat. He went to the top, hit the flying elbow, got a two count. Leo Rush pulled the referee out of the ring. Uh, the referee called for the bell, but Corbin took the match, took the mic and said, uh, I was cut off earlier by Elias, but what I was going to say is that this match is no DQ. So the match was restarted, ended up with all the heels beating up on Elias and Lashley getting the win and posing on him for the win after the win. So uh, that was it. Lashley beating Elias. Uh, a lot of this heels getting up on the, the baby face, um, and, which is weird because you got a, a show that, I don't know many how many adults, at least our age, can sit through this show week after week. So you would think it's mostly kids watching, and they have the bad guys constantly kicking the crap out of the good guys. You would think after a while might bribe some of them off. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, you know, the age old question, age old answer is going to be is, you know, well, we just got to rope them in so they can continue to watch, see that baby face make the triumphant comeback, and you know, give these. Uh, heals a dose of their own medicine you know payback and come up and yeah that's but, what they're used as their phony answer to that. but who, who's that baby face to do that though i mean oh it'll be him it'll be homeboy he'll get he'll get he'll LeBron? back no well in, in a different circumstance for how him be how he was beat down before yes but tonight's loss by what's his name um come on the guitar player uh, elias yes the baby face that we're talking about yes elias He'll get his come up and he'll he'll definitely get his payback. I guarantee you on one of those three, it won't be Drew. Yeah, he so won't be beating Drew. It, it, it will come in a tag match, but it will come. He'll get it. Yeah. And, and and the other thing I just don't like is like how do I say this? It's like I just didn't it just it wasn't it wasn't he's he Elias has got a crap load of potential, right? Mm-hmm. Like he, 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 and they did right. They think a lot of him because they gave him a visual victory on Bobby tonight. If you noticed that elbow off the top rope, one, two, pull the ref out the last second. Yeah. That's what they would give me when 
somebody they'd be putting somebody over on on me, but they'd still want to keep me strong. And I'd always laugh at that and go, "Well, I'm losing. I, mean, I don't know how that's really keeping you strong. You know, if that's what your goal is, don't just don't don't lie to me. You don't have to say that to me for me to do a job. Do you know what I mean? You'll say, "Well, we want to keep working strong here." So the agent would then say, "So to do that, we're going to have the referee get blinded, or Morgan, uh, there's going to be instant replay, or there's going to be the lights are going to go off, or the referee's going to be struck by lightning, or <laughs> some BS that 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 is corny and doesn't do anything for me whatsoever." And that's what they did tonight with Elias, which in my my head tells me they still have very big plans for him. I'm sure they have plans, but as far as like a, a top baby face, I felt this show really felt like it had no stars yet. Well, you know, Drew's getting there. It never does. Yeah, but when you have Brock on or, you, you know, when you when you had Roman on, obviously he can't be on now. Uh, Braun, at least you had guys that felt like a superstar. I don't know, Ronda Rousey didn't feel like it this week, even though she obviously is. I just this show just felt like it was just no stars. It was just watching hours and you know like three hours of main event back to back. I thought they tried to position Seth that way, didn't you? You didn't think that? I didn't feel it, but I thought they tried. If you're going to groom him for Brock Lesnar, I mean that's the rumor that it's going to be him and Brock at WrestleMania. Having him have a long competitive match with the with Dolph is not the way to do it. Um, wait, wait, wait. The rumor is Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be Brock and Braun at the Rumble, which they've been building towards. And, yeah, Brock and Rollins at Mania. Now, it's not clear if Brock and Rollins will be for the title or if it'll be the Braun Strowman match that's for the title. But, yeah, Rollins at, Rollins versus Brock is the current direction. What happened to Braun? Braun? I, get, I mean, they're blowing it off at the Rumble. Yeah, I, for whatever reason... You know, we've talked about this before. It's, it's just one of those things where they don't see him as the guy. They see him as a big star, like the Andre Undertaker type, not the Rock Austin. Well, they Hogan. call that the, the attraction, which is right. bigger than a champion. Yeah. It's usually more important than a champion if you're going to say the Andre Undertaker attraction role. Well, Andre was never bigger than Hogan. And unless you're talking size wise, but you know, Hogan was obviously you know, the biggest star, I would say, uh, you know, Undertaker, yeah. Austin and, and rock were bigger than taker. Yeah. When they were champions. Yeah, you're right. I take that back, but there's been champions where those guys were still the attractions though, that, and they were bigger than the championship. Yeah. Like Brock, Brett and Sean. That's, that's what they say. That's exactly the words they would use mm-hmm. when saying that's about Andre the giant, Andre the giants an attraction. He doesn't need to win the heavyweight. He doesn't need to win a world heavyweight championship. Uh, Undertaker, he's in a tragedy. He's a phenom. He doesn't need a world heavyweight title. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's they have that same thing in mind for Braun. So, so, so Braun's not going to win the championship. Uh, not anytime soon. I'm sure it'll probably be like Taker, where they'll put him in world title feuds. He'll win here and there, but he's not so he's not, not having the right lengthy now. title reigns. You know, he's not up for it right now. No. So uh, apparently, right now it's Rollins. So again, if it's Rollins, do you have him going this long with freaking Dolph Ziggler? No. <laughs> no, but then what do you do? Because his strength is putting on great, entertaining matches. So what do you do? Because he's also the, they're trying to get over the workhorse of the of the show of the company. Both of those guys. So what do you do when 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 his gimmick kind of has now become putting on these insanely entertaining, um, hard fought matches? Do you see how it kind of blows up in your face a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's going to have his his work cut out for him. But uh, he works so hard. But yeah, there are some guys, you know, I know Dolph has been pushed more this year than he has, but he's always been the fault on guy for Drew. So I think 
fans still see it. They still know what Dolph's role is. It's not to be the guy. It's to build Drew. And, I don't know. So, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so I, mean, I, I personally think so. John Cena is coming back next month. Uh, did For just, and uh, just coming back right, for WrestleMania season, he's done filming his movie. Um, his raw TV return will be January 7th. So I wonder if that's where they slide him in is this feud with, with, with Baron Corbin, Drew and, and uh, Lashley. Yeah, you're probably right. And I saw that commercial for Bumblebee. Damn, John's all over that. Yeah, he's got a big role and he's not the star, but he, it's a big role. Oh, he's not. Yeah. The, the, the girl is the star. Oh, okay. But um, all right. So after that, we were back from the break. Corbin fires off, fires the staffer who turned off the lights for Elias. Uh, Alexa, <laughs> I pop for that. That was pretty good. Uh, Alexa Bliss came out, uh, said that that was impressive. Uh, she complimented Corbin, and then Corbin, you know, gave her props for being team captain at Survivor Series and asked her to oversee the entire women's division because he has so much on his plate. So I. I don't know if that if that means SmackDown as well, because he said the entire women's division seemed like he made it a point to say uh-huh. entire. Um, so it yeah. finished with Bor- Corbin saying Bliss looks good and he looks good and it's that simple, whatever that means. And they shook hands and walked off. So another heel authority figure. <clears throat> well, I mean, what do you, how messed up is she? Is she? It must be pretty bad because. You know, if if she was getting ready to return soon, you wouldn't think she would be put in this kind of role. She does it really well, I thought, though, for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Oh, I mean, it's good that she has an on-camera role. It just seems like they have a lot. Yeah, like I'd rather her be a manager or something, um, where she could do some fair. talking. But that's fair. But we know what they think of managers. You know what I mean? Look what they're doing the friggin' Spud, uh, Rockstar Spud. I mean, you know what they think of managers. Yeah. Um, but uh, fan, I'm a huge fan of hers. I, I love her her promo work, especially. Um, but uh, what was the next segment? Uh, so after the Alexa Bliss thing? Yeah. So then we got a video package of the Dean Ambrose-Seth Rollins feud. And then uh, we had that thing with Ambrose getting shot so he wouldn't catch a disease. And it finished with him getting a shot of rabies in his ass. And he grimaced while getting the shot. I mean, think I think you're, if you're doing a top heel and you're trying to make him like crazy lunatic, he's attacking out of nowhere, unpredictable, and then having him getting a shot in his ass and doing this comedy stuff, I, I just thought it, I just thought it looked very mid card. It, it, it's here we go again with him getting in their own ways. I hate to keep saying yeah. that because I don't know anybody on this creative team at this point anymore. I don't, and and I don't hate just to keep like burying them or saying negative things about them like that. I know there's a lot of them, but. And I don't mean it that way. I just mean it like, I just want to ask them, how do you take somebody like that who's ultra creative, who would be very fun to write for, I would imagine, and just give them some premise and just give them the canvas. Don't even give him the paint. He'll find his own paint. He'll paint his own picture. Right. Just, like he's the one that you, you give that ball to. You don't put him in these stupid scenarios and, and, and make him do silly things. Bobby's the same way, but in different, as far as his character goes in the ring. Um, but with Dean Ambrose, you give him a mic and you get out of his way. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? He has so many isms to him that you can't write for, you can't predict. Um, this was silly as hell. I felt silly watching it. It, it felt 
yeah, it, it felt very mid card. These guys are way bigger stars than that to be. This feud has just been taking a nosedive, I think. I mean, um, with, 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 with Austin, I mean, and I hate to keep saying that. I sound like all these other old vet, these old grizzled vet wrestlers that have retired and go, you wouldn't be seeing Austin doing that. Right. <laughs> like, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be seeing Hulk Hogan and these other guys. Well, maybe you would. I don't know. You wouldn't um, see Triple H. Triple H is not at a doctor's office getting uh, rabies shots in his ass. No, you're exactly right. That's a good example, actually. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, man, I don't know what they're doing. Um, I, I just feel like this feud should be so much hotter, and and the fact that they use someone's real life, you know, life threatening disease uh, for I'm, it. I'm glad you don't let that go. I really am. Oh man, that's it's jacked. It is. Uh, oh man, so it it got even worse after that. Um, had the revival versus the lucha house party this makes no sense all three uh, members of lucha house party uh can be in the match what uh is that? it's so stupid and you got a heel general manager uh why would he even allow that to begin with um yeah yeah i didn't even think of that i just thought there was something i'm not aware of that, that uh, this lucha house party crap where they're allowed to be three every single time i i that's what i assumed right yeah, so that being said, I mean, the stuff they were doing it was, you know, it was kind of neat. It was fun. There wasn't uh wasn't bad. It just the, makes no sense. What was what was fun? The flippy flop moves? Yeah, the flippy flop. <laughs> That's fair. Hey. Yeah. But yeah, it meant nothing. Uh the re- revival lost. They were pretty much squashed here. I don't think they got any real offense. Um and yeah, it was Lince Dorado getting the uh, flying off the top rope with the splash of Dawson for the pin to win the match. Who do you get it on? Uh, on Dawson. Okay. Hey, who's the cruiserweight champion right now? Cruiserweight champion, Buddy Murphy. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. Next, we had this segment with Nia Jax as out with Tamina Snuka doing this this championship uh, championship lesson thing. Uh, she starts mocking Ronda Rousey and the beatdown that she got from Charlotte Flair. And then, of course, Rousey's music hits. Um, Rousey gives Jack some credit for the Battle Royal win at Evolution. And then she basically says that she's ready to fight now and she's down to fight Nia tonight. Nia said no. And uh, it looked like Nia and Tamina were going to jump Rousey and then Natalia came out. She gets jumped at ringside by the riot squad. And Rousey goes to help Natalia as the riot squad retreat. Jackson Snuka look on from the ring as Raya, Rousey helps Natalia up. That was it. It's like the scene every single time. Why is she always helping Natalia up? <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, anyways, getting back to that, she got lost in her promo. You saw that. She legitimately, shoot, was like, wow, they're actually cheering for me this week. <laughs> and turned to acknowledge it, which was kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Naya is feeling who she is at the moment. Um, her promo was a little was a little weird, but like I was really happy because she was comfortable though. She was very comfortable on that microphone, more comfortable than I've seen her in a while, actually. And uh, the heel persona fits her, even though she's a sweetheart. She she plays a good heel, I think. I think she's only going to get better, much better than that. 
And she is playing up this the Becky injury pretty well, you know, yes, as far is. as using it to get heat and the fans are are you know booing her legit. Yeah. So she's using it to her benefit. So regardless of what you think about it, it's uh, it's working for. Her. I think that, you know my opinion of, of that situation at the Jazz is you know shit happens, accidents happen. I've done it to somebody, people have done it to me, um, and you move on. You know what I mean? And everybody nowadays calls for people's heads when they when they injure someone that's their favorite and all this <laughs> other bad stuff. Look, at the end of the day, Nia's money, and uh, she's you know you, you're just not growing a Nia Jax on a tree somewhere else in developmental at the moment. You know right. what I mean? She's yep. special. She, she she did mess up in the ring, you know, but it, it happens to the best of them. Exactly. And, you, you know, we got TLC coming up. Now is a good time to take a minute to thank our sponsor for the podcast, SeatGeek. Uh, I, we've been talking about SeatGeek forever. I got the SeatGeek app here on my phone. Uh, whether you're looking for TLC tickets, NFL, uh, concerts, uh, SeatGeek is just the easiest way to buy tickets online. Matt, have you been able to try it? Not yet. No, I had a, although my mother and my wife did it for ironic, same as you, uh, Bon Jovi tickets. <laughs> yeah. well, getting tickets, getting tickets can be far too complicated. There's a ton of sites out there. Some of them are not reliable. You don't know who to trust. And that's why SeatGeek is the way to go. It puts millions of tickets into one place so you can easily find the seats you want for a price you're willing to pay. There's nothing quite like being there in person and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I've been using it for over a year. I use it for everything now. Um, and it's designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. It searches multiple ticket sites and grades every ticket based on value. And it helps you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to ticket source for everything from sports and concerts to comedy and theater and WrestleMania. Royal Rumble got some big events coming up, so definitely check it out. Um, I, I recently used SeatGeek to buy tickets to, as, as Matt Morgan pointed out, uh, Bon Jovi, but also Guns N' Roses, Lady Gaga with my wife, and then Broncos tickets a few weeks ago. Um, so definitely get it out, download it, and right now, my listeners, you guys can all get twenty, oh, sorry, $10 off your first Geek, SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code INC today. And that's promo code INC, and you get $10 off your first Seat Geek purchase. So definitely check that out. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so, so now we take a look back at how Drew, uh, Drake Maverick peed his pants and uh, Bobby. Is that what Rudy's... you're giggling about? Hang on. Is that what you're giggling about? I'm, I'm giggling that I have to cover this. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, that I'm a 43 year old man talking about a segment where someone pissed themselves. And, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable mocked it. You know, they showed him mocking them last week. And so this week we got the title match Chad Gable and Bobby Roode versus the Authors of Pain. Uh, the story here was Bobby Roode, Drake Maverick stole Bobby Roode's robe, took it backstage. Bobby Roode's distracted. Um, made him look like a total goof. The end of the match for about ten Dr- minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at, towards the end of the match, Drake appears on the big screen and he's got Rude's robe in the bathroom. Uh, he puts it in the toilet and pisses himself on. You know, pisses not himself, but pees on pisses the robe. Pisses all over the robe that's in the toilet. Bobby right. Rude sitting there staring at it like a dumbass for about ten minutes on the Titan Tron, going, "Oh my God, what's he doing? No, please don't." 
turns yeah. around, eats a finisher from Authors of Pain. One, two, three. The match is over. Yeah, they bumped they bumped him into Gable, who gets knocked off the apron. So make him look even goofier, and then hit him with their the, the double team finisher for the win. So yeah, God. that was it. <laughs> this was so annoying on so many levels of annoying. Okay, first of all. In case you didn't feel uncomfortable and silly and stupid and like a third grader at last week's humor with pee jokes, <laughs> we're going to replay them all again in slow motion, maybe even um, for everybody to watch again. It was brutal. And so we had to re- revisit all that crap again. And then think about it. Let's really think about this for a second. When they're putting their ideas down on paper, they're literally starting off with, okay, where are we going with this? And then the common denominator for all of their ties to this st- story between these two tag teams is <laughs> urine, is pee. Yeah. What the hell? And Bobby looks like a dumbass because he, I'm not exaggerating, folks. If you didn't watch the show, Bobby Lashley stood in that, about Bobby Lashley, mm-hmm. Bobby Roode stood in that ring, I swear to you, like a full minute, it felt like, staring at the Titantron, watching Drake Maverick piss all over his robe in the toilet, like a dummy. It was brutal. This whole thing, the whole treatment of Bobby Roode. I mean, it's been a long year since he was called up from NXT. Like well, year I, and some I'm change. Happy. I'm ha- okay. So, okay, here's the thing. I'm happy for him because he's making, sorry, he's making money, right? Money that he's never made before. So that's great. But the bigger picture, I feel horrible for him because I'm sorry. He could smoke 99% of those heels on that roster. And they got some talented heels on that show that are both being featured and those that are not at the moment. And I still put Bobby ahead of 99% of them as a working heel that this company is just destroying. Yeah. It's it's like just pissing away money. It really <laughs> is. It literally is. It really is. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's going, oh, Bobby, oh, Bobby Root, wow, he's money. He's awesome. You know what? Man, nah, we're good. Yeah. Let's we have got someone, plenty of money. Let's have someone pee on his robe this week. All right. Next up, we had a backstage segment with Sasha Banks and Bailey. Uh, Alexa Bliss interrupted. Uh, Bliss said, "We're going to put our egos aside. You know how that goes. It's the same heel uh, swerve coming up later." So he announced uh, a segment for them later where they'll there will be a chance for the WWE fans to get to know them. Uh, next up, we had Ember Moon versus Alicia Fox in a nothing match. Uh, what got Ember Moon? Yeah, I mean, she got the win uh, with yeah. the Eclipse. This was, this was pretty much a, a commercial for Mixed Match Challenge. Uh, outcome, you know, Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers, her partners, Jinder Mahal and the Mixed Match Challenge, they came out. And then Kurt Hawkins came up after the match to celebrate as the music hit. So if you felt like the star power wasn't low enough to this point, they add Hawkins. And then if it wasn't low enough yet, the No Way Jose's music hits. So, oh, 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 oh <laughs> you're so stiff. <laughs> it, it's not. I'm not blaming no the talent. Watching, don't take offense to that. Yeah, not blaming the talent. I'm ba- blaming how they're booked. Uh-huh. <laughs> how horrible! And if, and if things couldn't be crappy enough on this show, here comes this No Way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> what can I say? I gotta tell it like it is. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so, we got Jinder who hasn't won a match in months against No Way Jose. That's next. 
Jinder got the win here with the class. Matt, your your thoughts on these segments? <laughs> your segment right there was better. Um, <laughs> um, dude, I don't know what to say to this. Um, um, Jinder. You know what I think of him? I I, I don't know. I, you know what's cool about Ginger though? I will say this: is that no matter what crap they give him, no matter how silly it is, he took what they gave him with three MB, and still was able to turn that bitch around and come back and, and be in the main event and have a and be a world champion. So, no matter how silly they make him, they, they can still always pull him out of that, in my opinion. Yeah, they're very hot and cold with him. It's like either very. he's he's. Like an enhancement talent, or he's feuding yeah. with Roman Reigns. But um, there is no question they like him. There's no question they see talent in him. Because this is the truth now. I know this. a lot of wrestlers think this is just like a, a rationalization when, when they're being misbooked and the company doesn't want to admit it. And so they'll say things like, look, any kind of TV time you get is great. That means like they think highly of you because you're on their TV show. And there is truth to that, actually. I, I used to think it as a rationalization when I was wrestling. But now that I look at it from a different perspective, it really is. Because they could put anybody in that spot. They could put whoever they want. But they're putting him in there to keep him consistently on television, it, whether it's good or bad. You know, I think being on TV generally is good consistently. And again, they could plunk him out of there whenever they need a, a, hot, a, a hot heel, but a, a heavy heel that gets booze and does their job and put him up against anybody really yeah i mean you know to your point about tv time i'm sure uh, i'm sure gender way prefers where he's at than zach Ryder and mojo raleigh and you know those guys are, are right. never even on tv so which, yeah. which, which let me sidebar real quick what, what's up with zach Ryder? why not why is he not on tv he's been working main event uh he, he's actually been teaming with kurt hawkins on main event so well, that's pretty cool the friends are tagging you but your buddies you know yeah but they're doing nothing with them. Do they have a name? No. And they keep and they, they're still keeping the losing streak going. So they're a team, but oh. they, they keep losing. So gotcha. Yeah. So we had that. After that, we came back. Seth Rollins has his open challenge. Uh, he cuts a promo, says he's done chasing Ambrose, but he still thinks Ambrose might be there tonight. Called Ambrose a liar and a coward. And he doesn't care because now it's time to burn it down. The open challenge is now live. And he waits, and out comes Dolph Ziggler. Wait, we've never seen this before. I know. Someone in the chat, let us know how many times they've wrestled on Raw so far this year. You can include tag matches. But uh, Ziggler Mock Rollins said he wants to forget all the, the Ambrose drama. And he said that Rollins could do what he does best, and that's lose to Ziggler. And he basically gets in the ring, and that is the match starts. So you have a long match. Technically good, but it's hard to care after they've wrestled so many times. And Rollins wins with the Falcon Arrow. Uh, your thoughts? I honestly have nothing to add to that. Like it's, it's like we've seen it a million times. It's still a very good match, no matter how many times they work. But Again, I think I'm looking at that from the wrestler's perspective. If I'm being honest, I'm not really looking at it from the fan's perspective. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. from a fan's perspective, it does got to get old, I would imagine. And um, which is a shame because he just kicked off this open challenge. Right. Like, talk about your chance to give him a fresh opponent. 
Right. With when, no the, rhyme or reason, there doesn't need to be a storyline to it. There's your chance. Put 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 somebody out there. Yeah. Remember when Cena started the whole thing? It was like Sami Zayn, and it would be like you know when Sami Zayn with was in NXT. It was like unpredictable. U.S. title open challenge was so good. Yeah, and yeah, you just got this. So anyway, so it was. It, I almost feel like this would have been better if they had just announced it ahead of time. Since when you have that as the surprise, it's not really a surprise. It no. just. Yeah. It, felt, it felt like a letdown. No, no, no offense to Dolph, but it, it felt like a letdown because we yeah. were expecting somebody new. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyways, that was that was that. Um, man, I, this this Alexa Bliss Bailey and Sasha segment. I, I, I don't even know if it's worth getting into it, but, <laughs> but Alexa Bliss called him out. Uh, was trying to cause dissension between Bailey and Sasha. Uh, so, oh my God, Bailey said this line about uh, they would send Bl- Alexa Bliss back to where she came from, and that's hell. And the crowd just groaned at that one. That was just the freaking lamest line. Again, they this company cannot write for baby faces, uh, and especially a natural baby face like Bailey. And that's the crap that they're giving her. You're right. Uh, Mickey James, Dana Brooke, and Alicia Fox ended up attacking Bailey and Banks to end that segment. Or no, uh, Bailey and Banks ended up clearing the ring and standing tall to end that segment. So that was that. Was that. And then it, we were talking about matches we've seen over and over and over. It, we got Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. Um, like they built this like we were supposed to be excited. Um, but like... I will say this. I was excited to see Corbin get in the ring because of his earlier mic work and seeing him improving. And I don't know. He's, he's, he's finally got me to really pay attention. I think he's improved greatly, but he's no main event. If I'm watching the show, I would have, I turned, you know, and I didn't have to do this review and, and do it for my job. I've turned the show off two hours ago. Yeah, this, yeah. this is not keeping me glued in. No. Um, the only thing that was somewhat interesting yeah. was Seth Rollins' open challenge, and then that ended up being dull. Yeah. But, so. but, but, like, but, but like to your point, what I was saying to you guys a couple weeks ago, maybe it was last week, I'm not sure, about Finn Balor, um, how they think they can just continually keep him off a week, keep him off two weeks, and always bring him in and throw him in a main event with yeah. no character development, with with stupid writing that they do for him. And, I mean, that says a lot about him, though, I will say that. Because um, his work is incredible, right? It's so good. He's so, he is entertaining in that ring. Yeah, no, he. I think he's great. I think he's underutilized. We've said it over and over that his demon character is over as hell. And they, hell, yeah. And I'm sure he'd rather be doing that more often than, than you know, being beat down week after week. But he's awesome. I, I wish they'd do more with him. Especially when they're lacking, you know, stars pretty, you know, pretty badly. Which brings me to a question. Why not go with a demon now more than ever when you need stars? Yeah, I've been saying that forever. Uh, you know, I know it takes forever for him to put the makeup on. But you don't have to do the whole body. Yeah, just you know to... I'm sorry. That's not good enough anymore. It doesn't fly with me. That yeah. used to fly with me. It doesn't fly with me no more. Because you've seen the alternative, Finn. You see what they're doing with you. Like, yep. okay, yes, they're putting you in the main event. But, dude, you're way better than this. Mm-hmm. Than what they're writing you as, at least with the demon, 
like it's more it's even more merch if you want to look at it that way um and it's more importantly like the characters basically got to win um <laughs> you know i like that for him because they, they do such 50 50 with him i'd even say 40 60 yeah. um and, and, and it hurts him a little bit in my opinion and he's so damn good he is a star like a for, people will be like oh he's small dude he, to me I don't care about his height because he's freaking shredded. He looks like an athlete. He looks like he can wrestle, fight, and do all that crap. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't look like a puss. He he, he doesn't. No, he looks. Yeah, no, he's he's got it all. Yeah, you, you know, obviously WWE they pay a lot of attention to height. So yeah. for WWE style, that you know that that works against him. But if he had that demon gimmick, I mean, what was the last time he looked Finn looked like a badass getting a strong win? That was SummerSlam when he was the demon against Baron yeah. Corbin. Yes. Um, I mean, that should be telling. Um, so anyways, during this match, uh, Balor <laughs> almost had it won. He went up for a coup de gras. Corbin went to the floor and said that he's yeah. grabbed the mic and said that he's making this a two-on-one handicap match. And announces <laughs> his partner, uh, Drew McIntyre. Uh, man, you know. Will Stephanie McMahon? Uh, I mean, she's a heel too, so she's probably fine with what he's doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but there's so many story, you know, there's so many holes in the story when your GM can do whatever he wants, you know, then why not make it 10? Why not make it the, I can only win match, you know, which is, yeah. Why not say, Hey, screw it. The show's over. I'm your new champion. Right. Yeah, exactly. Show's done three hours early. (laughs) Like I can get DQ'd and win the title. So it, it just makes no sense when, <laughs> when they got the heels doing that. But anyway, it becomes Drew McIntyre and Barrett Corbin. They kick the crap out of Finn Balor. Um, McIntyre clotheslines him on the floor. Uh, McIntyre drops him onto the barrier. He's brought into the ring for a Claymore kick to get the pin. They're really, really, really making Drew look strong week after week. And he does. I mean, the, the guy looks – he looks like a superstar. Um, he just needs that – right singles for you dude to get to that next level Kurt angle. I thought Kurt, that Kurt match did a lot for him to, to raise up. I felt like that should have been more of a feud to that culminated in the match. And then, uh, and then I think he would have benefited more from it than just a random raw TV match. Yes. If they built to it, yeah, you would have been saying, huh, will this be the passing of the torch kind of thing? And we all would have tuned in to see if that's what happened. And then once it happened, then aha, your stars made instead. It was done. In a holy crap, Kurt Angle's wrestling Drew McIntyre on Raw tonight, right? Okay. And then it kind of just happened, really yeah, un- unexpectedly, right? So, so people didn't have a chance to build up the suspense to seeing will this happen, will this not? Um, the other thing is, they did a good job of one thing tonight, Raj, is that they put a they wanted to put a lot of steam on their main event heels at the time, right now for the moment. And those he those three heels are those three guys, Lashley, Corbin, and uh, uh McIntyre. They did do a good job of getting them heat tonight. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, they're making them look dominant. Um, so kudos to that. But it was uh, it was repetitive, and there was just too much. And it was not even mid. It was lower than mid-card stuff uh, throughout the show. So outside of that, I don't know. I thought this show really sucked. <laughs> what you, <what'd> you think <laughs> overall? <laughs> what did you really think? Um, yeah, it was brutal. Like I said, like I felt like I slipped into a coma. My yeah. wife would keep shaking me to wake me up. It was bad. It was that bad. And it's 
hard for me to fall asleep during watching wrestling because my son's jumping on my chest and boobs <laughs> and and still I was dozing off. It wasn't. It was just boring. It was so boring. I had nothing to look forward to. Even Seth's open challenge. I'll be honest. I wasn't even. I wasn't excited about it. But if like we're nitpicking on finding something that potentially I could have found exciting, okay, maybe that. Yeah. But 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 that's really nitpicking and trying to find something to be excited about. I was hoping honestly, the only thing I was excited about was is Braun gonna do something tonight? What's his payback gonna be? Is he gonna be there? And then when they shit can that immediately in that first promo, I was like, Well, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's you know, that's true, because I'll you know, a lot of the the readers who read the site know that Braun underwent surgery today, but so many of the viewers watching at home that don't follow the wrestling on the internet don't know that. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, so you, I was hoping that was a work maybe. Yeah, so don't announce it. You know, don't yeah. don't say that he had surgery, but he legitimately had elbow surgery. Uh, but uh, the plan is for him to be back by no uh, no way out. Uh, Night of Champions or uh, Extreme Rules, whatever the next pay per view is. The TLC. <laughs> What, when, when is that? Uh, December 16th. He'll be back by then? Yeah. So apparently there are some bone spurs in his elbow. And, oh, okay. Uh, That's easy. Yeah. Yeah, so he'll he'll definitely be back by the Rumble. Uh, the, the you know They're hopeful that he's back by TLC. And then, uh, no you know, football playoffs are going to be starting here soon. Uh, yeah. Next at, at the end of next month, Monday Night Football is done. So... You're going to see them start loading stuff up again, I think. John Cena is going to be coming back. He's back during the holidays for live events for SmackDown and Raw. Appears on the January 7th Raw. And in 2019, right now, all the live events that he's scheduled for are Raw. So pretty fair bet that that's the brand he'll be on. And his WrestleMania feud will uh, be with someone from Raw. Uh, Let's see. Got anything else? Um, And that's kind of about it. Kind of a... Bray Wyatt returned at Starcade. They had their Starcade live event this past Saturday night. Uh, Bray Wyatt returned as babyface, filling in for Braun and beat Baron Corbin. So that's someone they could have had, you know, take the open challenge and win, or because you don't want him to come back and take a loss. What do you do? Diff- was his character different? Uh, no, but he he just worked as a babyface. But no, his character he was still doing the same thing. I know you said you'd like to see a change with him, so I'm wondering if there would be. Yeah, more more in his promos, just more, less of the, yeah, you know, the the jargon. But so yeah, Bray Wyatt was back. Uh, Tito Ortiz, Chuck Liddell. Did you have a chance to watch that? Yes, I, yeah. I caught well, I caught the highlights of Tito effing him up. He he effed him up good. Chuck looked like he could not move. Um, nah, he, he shouldn't have been in that fight, man. I didn't like it. I didn't yeah. like watching him move around like that. Yeah, he looked bad, um, which is weird because physically he looked probably the best he's ever looked because he was never really jacked, but he looked more jacked than he's probably been his whole career. But outside of that, he he just mobility-wise just couldn't move around. Yeah, he looked like, like – I don't know. He didn't look like he was in sync. He didn't look like he was – I know you say he looked in good shape. I don't think he – like wind-wise. Oh, no, not – yeah. I, it just felt like he wasn't, though. It kind of felt like – I don't know how to explain it. He didn't look like he was ready for this fight. Yeah, I just meant muscularity wise. Like he looked, yeah. he looked good, but not definitely not in any other way. Not in, not in cardio movement. <laughs> you know, it was like as a picture, he looked fine, but outside of that, it, it looked bad. Tito Ortiz, Tito Ortiz looked good. 
but it's hard to tell when it's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. I obviously wouldn't want to see Chuck Liddell fight. Do you, would you? No. What if it was CM Punk? What I, what do you mean? Would you pay to see that fight? They booked Chuck Liddell versus CM Punk. They did? No, if they did. Oh. Because oh, I'd never want to see Chuck fight again, but if they I, I booked Chuck, Chuck Liddell versus either. CM Punk, that's yeah, I'd to, watch that. I'd, I'd probably watch that. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's all I got uh, for tonight. Matt, do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yes. Uh, folks, come join. Fans, come join me tonight on Up Live. It's a free app on your, uh, at your, on your app store. It's Up Live, U-P-L-I-V-E. It's, again, it's free. And once you go on it, search uh, The Blueprint, Matt Morgan. And I'll be doing a live Q&A from 12.15 to 1.15 a.m. right after this podcast. So any other questions, you, especially you guys in the chat room, I appreciate you all coming over to that and uh, being a part of my broadcast. It's very, very cool, y'all. You guys are the best fans there are. We continue to appreciate all your support every single week. I get your tweets. I get your emails. Even some guy called me today, as crazy as that is and as nuts as I found that. Um <laughs> Nonetheless, uh, I swear to God, somebody called me today. Somebody's a fan of our podcast. I was like, well, that was kind of crazy to get my number. But nonetheless, um, <laughs> I shot the shit with him. I did. He's a good oh, guy. Nice. And uh, we got some really good fans out there. And I just wanted to again, thank you guys for uh, following us here. And then thank you for following me over to UpLive right after this. So, yeah, everyone check that out right after this. Matt Morgan on UpLive. Download that on your smartphone. And we will catch you on Wednesday here on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.